With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The Volume. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Inside the Garage podcast. I'm Kyle Hamilton, along with AJ Wallace, Connor Radigan, and Cam Hart. We are officially outside of the garage forever, never going back unless we all live together um, with our families in a big house. Still uh, up for up for uh, debate going forward, right. but we're all in different places. Um, I'm obviously in Baltimore, and you guys want to say where you're at? Yeah, so right now I'm back home in Atlanta. I'm currently at the lake. Uh, one of my homeboys is actually about to be Notre Dame, uh, part of the Notre Dame staff. So it's a little interesting. So we'll pair Lake O'Connor. He's chilling. For the fans, who you go to, bro? You didn't even you didn't even let anyone know. <laughs> I'm at Tech. I'm still in South Bend for I think this is like the 16th year in a row I've been in South Bend. I I'm right now I'm at my uh, my family's house in Granger. And yeah, some workouts are going well. Um, but yeah, same old, same old home on the home front. Uh, same. I'm in South Bend for what fourth summer. Kind of different this time around, but um, living alone for the first time in my entire life is crazy. But yeah, scared. Yeah, low key. <laughs> <laughs> low key. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we're that was very short lived <laughs> in the garage. We were there for uh, as a group for like six months. Yeah. Um, not even. I don't think. So, I mean, I guess the podcast name is going to stick, but it's it's just a memory at this point. So, yeah, Cam, you're living alone. Connor, you're living with uh, walk-ons at Wapu House, right? And, and Buckner. Yeah, honorary Wapu and Buckner. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he buys into the culture. He's a great, great Wapu ad. Cage, what, uh, how's, how's the A? How's Atlanta? It's nice. You know how it is, how we do down here. It's nice being back home. I'm staying so right now. I'm commuting back and forth, like from my house to tech each day. So I'm living like 20 minutes from tech. It's not that bad. So kind of back home, like with my dad, like staying at my dad's house. So it's a little interesting having to go from living by yourself or living with your roommates, living with your boys to having to be quiet at certain hours and <laughs> clean up after yourself and mm-hmm. watch clean what you up after yourself. See, Honestly, that's, that's how right, we know you didn't do it in our house. That's how we knew I knew you was about to say that. I knew you was about to say that. I knew you was about to say that. But let's let's be real. Actually, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to keep it 100. Yeah. It's probably me. But when Kyle was there, when Kyle was there. Yeah, I'm bad right now. He's the worst. Let me know. 
Yeah, let me see. How are you living? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Exhibit A. That's my example. That's what I'm yeah, trying to that's bad word. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've lived in a hotel more than a house this year, but um, I just bought a house. Congrats. Please, 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 please. <laughs> um, but yeah, I bought a townhouse. Kind of crazy, like I'm a homeowner. Um, <laughs> it's still it's still being built. It's like a month away from being done. So uh, I'll move in. I'm planning on getting a bulldog soon too. Um yeah, yeah naming him LeBron James. Gonna call him LeBron James every time I every time I say his name. And be like, come here, LeBron James. Sit LeBron James. His full name. Full name. Yeah. I damn near might get just like five bulldogs and get the whole family. I have like Bronny. Sudan. <laughs> now you're different. Now you're gonna get a chain. You gotta get him a chain. Yeah, I'm gonna get him a chain. <laughs> a goat chain. Um, just for me, it's been obviously a whirlwind. Uh, a big adjustment. Just like lifestyle wise, it's different because when I was with you guys, like. We would leave practice and then like go home and like kick it or whatever, watch movies, like watch TV, watch games. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, all right, bro, I'll see you tomorrow. And then there's no communication from her, from there on out. It's weird. Um, but like, dude, this rookie stuff is it's it's OD. Like run it, run us through your schedule, like a, uh, yeah. right now, mini camp schedule. Yeah, so we just got done with mini camp, which is like three practices, non padded. Um oh, it's only three. Yeah, minicamp was three practices. Um, OTAs was nine practices. Um, OTAs is a little lighter than minicamp. But yeah, with minicamp, it's like get in at six, um, meetings or meeting at seven, seven to nine. Then we lift and then more meetings from like 10 to 12. Then we lunch and then we practice for two and a half hours, two and a half hour practices. Is is like that, mm-hmm. um, but then after we just have some rookie meetings, so like the vets are in the building probably two or three hours less than the rookies, um, just because we have rookie stuff to do. That's like every day, um, but I probably leave like six, so it's six to six pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. That was it was like that for like three days. I think that's how the camp schedule is too, mm-hmm. like the actual training camp. But yeah, like like the rookie stuff, like we had to come in for. Rookie minicamp right after the draft. Everybody, all the best are saying like it's jump from year one to year two, just in terms of all time, just because we have all the rookie stuff to do. It's like a, it's a blessing, but but it's been fun. It's been tough. It's been challenging, but I mean, I'm I'm adjusting. It's kind of slowing down a little bit. I was talking to Nick yesterday, and he was talking to me about uh that's the biggest jump um he's felt in a while because rookies obviously have to do extra time and stuff like that. But uh, talk about like um because you obviously your third year was cut short at Notre Dame because of injury. Talk about how like your body's adjusted to the practices going from not really having to practice for two hours to practicing for two hours and 30 minutes with an NFL yeah. team. Yeah, it's kind of, I, I was in the middle of my first practice and I realized I was like, bro, I haven't practiced since October. Like I have not practiced in so long, but I think college helped a lot and like Notre Dame's conditioning helped a lot because I can like tell like I, like Baltimore is one of the, I would say, like on the tougher side, just like workouts and stuff like that. Like we work out really hard and it's it's like what makes Baltimore Baltimore. It's like blue collar yeah. city, blue collar team. And like the workouts aren't easy by any stretch, but I feel like it's not too big of an adjustment in that sense coming from college, coming from Notre Dame. Um, and like our conditioning tests, 
we'll have to do it another time, but we did it once uh, in workouts and like I felt good during it. So that was right. a boosted because like, I mean, obviously everybody's going to gas the conditioning test and like I did well on it. So it was kind of relieving in that sense for sure. How's Notre Dame been? How's Notre Dame conditioning? Is it weird being seniors? Y'all feel old? So uh, you're on the front of the line is the question. Bro, it's crazy. It's no, I'm not in front of the line. I'm in five no. Oh, I thought you were watching Kevin though. I am. It's 20 of us though. Oh, it's, oh, right, right. Because yeah. sharing team team. teams. I mean, it's been it's been different, bro. Because like again, I said I live by myself. And it's the first time I've lived by myself in my entire life. So it's like not spending time, like like Kyle said, not coming from practice and going home to to y'all and just like chilling and stuff like that. I come home. Fit, play video games, lay in the bed, show my girl. Like, it's just a whole different type of environment. And then being the oldest in the room, it's like you got to assume, like, not really assume, but like the coaches are like pushing you to be like the older the older guy in the room. And that's kind of different for me because I was always like, the, I'm not like the biggest vocal leader, as y'all know. I'm like always right. just working mm-hmm. uh, in, my, in my own head. So it's like, that was kind of different. And I'm still growing in that aspect of it. But it's, it's, I don't know, this feels different, bro. Just being the oldest in the, in the Goog, just being a senior. I don't know. I, I, I can't really like. Is it like a good, is it a lot different? different? It's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a good feeling. Yes, it's, a, it's 100% a good feeling because it feels like, um, it feels like I earned it kind of. Right. But at the same time, like when you're, when two out of the four best friends aren't there, and the locker room's a little different and you got new guys it's like a whole different environment and then we have an entire new coaching staff so that mm-hmm. adds to it adds to it as well so it's like i'm still adjusting but at the same time I've, I've been here for four years so it's like i'm used to it but it's still like this weird adjustment period where i'm like i don't know what's really going on mm-hmm. but i gotta figure it out soon but it's been going well the workout's been crazy uh bill is he's beginning after for sure he's definitely beginning after so <laughs> Yeah, uh, bro, we were let up there. <laughs> we were talking to KJ before we got on, Kyle. Like, you know how usually the first week or two, it's like you kind of ease in, like yeah. you, you build up to it. We like started like week three, like week one. It's yeah. so, like right away, it's like Dang. high reps, Dang. high weights. Like, yeah, like <laughs> two, three hundreds the first day. We're like, mm, all right, that, that's not like awesome. Yeah. But we had like this wounded warrior project, which was actually pretty cool. We had these like former military personnel that came to the conditioning. And so they, we did our run and they watched it. They did our workout and they watched it too. Then they did the run and then no, we did the run and then they did like conditioning after that. Yeah. And like, so we had like, we were there and the SWAT teams like coached them up, but that was pretty cool. I mean, like, I don't know. It's, we're doing a lot of stuff like that throughout the summer, like a lot of extra stuff. So that's been fun also. It's a big difference too. Cause coach Freeman, he's been making sure that, uh, a lot of alumni come back and that we're involved in community and stuff like that. So we've been having a lot of talks. So Jimmy Dunn came back, Icky Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Justin Tuck come back. Oh, then, how was that? How was it that? Was amazing, bro. It was like some of the best speeches I've ever been a part of. Like those guys are, they had some good stuff to say for sure. It was cool. There's a lot of people from all around the city that came. I mean, in my time at St. Joe, that never, like that was never a thing for Notre Dame. And like, you know, like the area, you guys have lived in South Bend or did live in South Bend for like two, three years. So you know that Notre Dame was like, you know, a big part of the culture here. So, right. it, I mean, all those kids were just super excited to to go. And then <laughs> Coach Easton, like, had all the alignment go, so they all shut up, and, like, all the kids were looking up. And, like, I mean, imagine Blake <laughs> Fisher and, like, a four-year-old, like, 
kid. <laughs> yeah. Me and Cam had sixth graders in below, and my receivers were cooking his corners. Just saying. Bro, there's, bro, there's still bro. of this. There's pictures bro. of Phil. I got to pull the picture. You ran about eight slants and about <laughs> seven five and outs. Yeah, the quarterbacks can only throw five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't run anything else. No, That's but that, it was amazing, though. But this summer is different because we're, we're again, we're doing a lot of stuff in the community. And then it just like a, we feel older. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. You like look just, around and everyone's younger than you in the locker yeah. room, and you're like, "Where are all my my buddies?" A lot, buddies a, lot, a lot of guys in our class have have left, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. like, out of what was it? The original seven of us in that group chat, like freshman year, there's two left out of the seven at the school. Two bullshitters left, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That's Dude. nuts. Crazy. So it's just yeah, you just feel old. If y'all had to sum up, y'all environment like the biggest change in one word what would y'all say mm, for me i'd probably say like perspectives if, this, if i was going to say one word we haven't really talked about what i what i've been going through at tech yet but like just kind of being there um it's different y'all say y'all feel like old heads but i actually kind of feel like the young head in a little bit of the ways because i'm coming into a completely new new situation you know what i'm saying and like i've been my schedule right now i'm taking 12 credit hours as far as like summer classes Still trying to graduate from Notre Dame, and I'm taking three from Tech. And then Ooh. y'all know how the summer schedule is. With uh, taking 15 credits right now, 12. Oh, okay. So no, okay. yeah. So nine. nine Notre Dame. Yeah. So I'm taking. Yeah, yeah. Nine. My bad. Okay. Nine Notre Dame, and then three from Tech. And then um, and y'all know how the schedule is with like with football in the summer. You know, my schedule is crazy. Like <laughs> I actually go to bed now, like 9:30, get up like 4:45. Because our workouts are really early. I would just say perspective, though, just because, you know, it's like sometimes you feel like an old head. And then also there are sometimes you feel like a new dude because, like, I literally don't know. I'm still trying to figure out the the entire facility. Like, the facility is built like a maze. Like, I have the time I don't know where I'm at. And um, I have, like, certain places where I know I can go to, to get through this door to go there. And, you know, but it is what it is. I'd probably say business. Going from Notre Dame where I was, like, captain like older guy and then it's literally right back to the bottom like i'm the youngest guy on the team and it's Damn. just like it's yeah it's weird calais campbell is like when were you born i was like 2001 i think calais is 15 year in the league so like he was like uh 80s baby and like we're on the same team it's it's Thanks. weird but like just business wise like going through a day Harbaugh actually said something that was that actually stoked me. He was like, the days are long, but the years are short. And I was like, that's that's very uh, accurate, I would say, just in terms of even college. But like, like going throughout the day, it's like you don't have time to even like pick your head up. Like you're just going, 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 and then it's over at the end of the day. Like even with practice, like practice is long, but it doesn't feel crazy long because it's like so efficient and everybody knows what they're doing. And you don't really stop practice for like mess up stuff like that. You just keep it rolling, keep it rolling. But like more on the business side, like you can't like afford to mess up that much, especially like like undrafted guys or like guys who just got signed. Like you make the same mistake a couple of times, like your lockers cleaned out. Like there was one like a guy that I was cool with. And like Betsa said, like it's it's tough to become friends with new guys because you don't know even if you're gonna be there. So I established that relationship. And like this one dude saw him in the morning have been practicing with him and we get at meetings he's not in meetings i'm like where's where's he at and then i walk out his locker's cleaned out and he's like 
literally like on the curb like looking for an uber it's wow. it's like so wow. cutthroat and like it forces you to really like lock in because you don't have school anymore like this is your main job so like lock in on your installs or watch film like like yeah, i've kind of looked at it at a different perspective like i have no other obligations except football this is a good thing like you, you're a better football player for it and you're more knowledgeable but like at the same time it's definitely definitely added pressure for sure definitely there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Are you finding ways to, because uh, you know how it is, like, it gets to the point a lot of times when football is the only thing you do, starts to, like, weigh on your brain. Are you finding ways to, you know what I'm saying, escape a little bit, like, like take a little breaks? Yeah, bro, that, that PS5 has been getting me through it. That's pretty much all I do is just play video games and, and study film when I'm home. But, like, what else do you have much to do, um, especially at this time where it's, like, your schedule is tough. And obviously, I'm up here, like, in a hotel. Like, I'm not trying to really, like, go out or do anything like that. I'm just trying to get my feet under me. At the same time, it's, like, you want to gain respect from the older guys because and my coach was talking to me about this, like just communication wise, um, like being louder and stuff like that. It's because like these dudes have been in the defense, like have played with all pros at my position and they're like rookie comes in and like I should be on the field making checks just like how the older guys were. And like there should be a drop off in that sense. You have to build like trust in that area. And with them, like me giving them calls as a safety. And that's been tough. But like I've been getting a lot better at it. And it's just like, I kind of feel it just stacking, stacking. So, I mean, it's a process. It's been fun, but it's definitely challenging. So what's, like, the the mood currently in the locker room? Because you guys, like, in all honesty, have, a, like, a very good roster and, like, mm. a very good chance of making a run. Is that any, like, you know how in college you kind of feel like going into the year, you're like, all right, like, this could be, like, a year. Like, is that the same thing in NFL or is that just, like, everyone just straight to work? It, there's not, like, this like aura of like i think that we could be really good this year i think it's very much so like that and obviously it's my first year i've only been here for like two months but just from being in meetings and like hearing coach harbaugh talk and the vets talk um and i'm sure it's not the same at 
in every um, NFL locker room, just in terms of expectations and stuff like that. But like you see, like Super Bowl championships on the wall every day, like Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, like guys like that. Like they had brought in Ray Rice to talk to us, um, talk to the rookies, and like Eric Weddle, and like okay. so you see, like you see guys who've been there and who have done it, and they preach every single day. Like we're striving towards a Super Bowl. That's like. That's the only thing that matters here. Win the division, win the conference, and win a Super Bowl. And at the end of the day, like, you can't even try to, like, complain that it's tough or stuff like that because, like, our goal in mind, like, we understand that getting to that area or getting to that point in the NFL it takes a lot. And you obviously have to give a lot to get a lot. So uh, I definitely feel like that that's, like, a common thread throughout the um, franchise for sure. I feel like that might be a, a easy like transition from Notre Dame because that's how we thought about it every season. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Sure. That's definitely I feel like Notre Dame is kind of recruiting pitch at this point. But like I feel like Notre Dame has helped me so much just in these past few months, just understanding how to like come in and process the defense and understand checks and calls and daily schedule, like waking up on time, get like staying extra, doing stuff like that. And it's just like it was a norm. It was a norm at Notre Dame, and it's yeah. just process basically to transition to the league. But one thing I will say, like dudes at this level are, are good. Like, like because I had I had like a I was talking to Dalen Hayes, and that's right. I, I thought like me personally, I didn't have like a good day of practice, and I was like, I was like, damn, I should have practiced better this and that. And Dalen was like, look, bro, like everybody at this level is like good. Like you're gonna get done up in practice a few times like it's it just is what it is like you're not gonna be perfect every day like dudes in the league get beat on a weekly basis it's just like you have to understand where you're at and then like try to fix the mistakes that you made so just in that terms of like perspective and stuff like that like like lamar came in and like he was practicing and i'm like and obviously everybody like talking about lamar and his contract and stuff like how he hasn't been here but then he like shows up and it's like has it missed a beat like everybody um, nobody feels a certain type of way about him. Um, he's a cool dude, but like you see, like in person up close, like a top five quarterback in the NFL, like he can really like <clears throat> he can really spin it, mm. like like arm angles, like and then obviously like when he gets out the pocket, like it's it's over with. But like mm-hmm. but, like you see like how precise you have to be on defense because our coach like preaches in the league like six inches is open, like. So you have to be like really on body, like in position. Damn. I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to imagine you playing against Tom Brady right now in my head. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're saying like six inches is open. Like he will, he, I mean, that's exactly, that's all he needs, right? Aaron Rodgers, like all, like almost Aaron every Rodgers. Yeah. Like those, they throw the go to darts, you know? Like that's, yeah. Just... Yeah. And the margin yeah. for error is like minuscule. Yeah. It's slim, very slim. And they've emphasized so much, like, like almost like to the extreme, like holding shells, because if you show an NFL quarterback what you're in, like it's over with. Yeah. Even like, do they talk about love? Because it's actually crazy, but uh, the couple of coaches I've been working with at Tech with film and stuff like that, and talking about holding shells, like, do they talk about leverages pre-snap? Like the quarterback can look at the slots, the leverage, and know the whole coverage. Yeah, like he. And they stress that a lot. They stress that a bunch. Like if number three is away from you, like um, you're like inside, 
inside leverage. Number three is to you. And like we were never taught this in college. We were yeah. just like pole helper or not. So and like, that's number- not to say that's not to say college teaching isn't in depth because you you get is you're gonna get a good found a good foundation of game in college. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's facts. And just like at this level, like NFL defense, like you need every advantage you can get because guys are always yeah. ball or are are good at their jobs. So um, I feel like mentally, just pre-snap awareness as for myself has grown a lot in the past few months. Oh, so sad. What about y'all? What's obviously KJ, you were tech and then Connor and Cam, you were Notre Dame still like expectations for the season, um, like the mood around the locker room, like what's it been like? Obviously Notre Dame opens with Ohio State. I bet that's been like a hot topic. Like has it been kind of hectic? Have you guys been trying to like slow it down a little bit? I wouldn't say Ohio State's been been like brought up a lot, but everyone's preparing. And Bayless, I mean, he 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 will mention it. He'll, you know, the workouts are intentional. Everything's intentional, you know, but it might not be said, right? Like, you know what you're working for, right? Everyone's got the unspoken thing, but it's also like the the whole season, right? You don't want to, you're not going to just all one game because then it's like blown out of proportion, right? Still a football game at the end of the day. But everything, obviously everything is, the workouts have been difficult i mean everyone knows that this team's really talented and everyone knows that this team's special and so i think that just because i mean i'm not going to sit here and say hot state isn't good right it's going to be a very good game but i'm very happy with where the team's at currently and i I can't assume cam will echo this um i think that we're moving in the right direction i think the offense looks really good we've got a lot of prp we do a lot more football work kj i mean cam didn't really notice but kj explained to us there's a new rule now uh, which makes sense. You can have like more football activities in June. So we've had like three PRPs a week, like everything. It's just different. A lot more football emphasis in the summer with training. So I would say, is it is it thrown around or not? Not really, but it, everyone kind of has the, you know, unspoken like goal for like the beginning of the season, obviously. You know, we're so excited for y'all, bro, for that game. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, I would say uh, to piggyback off Connor, coaches, haven't really spoke about that game specifically much, which is kind of good because, again, they're trying to emphasize that this entire season isn't on just beating Ohio State. You know what I mean? We win that game and we still have, what, 11 more games to play and 11 more games to win to uh, get to our ultimate goal, which is the national championship. So unspoken, there's a lot of uh, hype around that game. You can tell with the workouts and just how Bayless is approaching every day that um, – it's very intentional and it's a little i can feel a little bit more energy mm-hmm. this offseason than i felt in my other three years here and i think that's partially because one we have a new coaching staff two we do open up with a very hard game and then three there's a lot of new guys who's gonna have the opportunity to um contribute unlike in the past years where it's like when new guys come in it's like okay they're gonna have this year to adapt no yeah. Um, Coach Freeman's emphasizing depth and emphasizing having, um, yeah, I, I guess that. And there's a lot of young guys on his team that's going to um, contribute this year and right away. And that adds to a new energy, that adds to a new layer of leadership. So I just feel like um, all in all, it's been uh, a lot different than what I've been used to here at Notre Dame. And it's been fun. It just feels like efficient, like everything 
I don't know. Maybe it's because we're older and like, well, Cam, like, you know, that you're relied on heavily, like, for the game, right? And I think that it's a little different because our freshman summer, we kind of came in and obviously, like, you're, you're giving everything you got, but you, there's all these veterans you look up to, right? And you're like, I'm going to learn from them, right? But now you're the veteran. So you have to be the guy that's like there early, you know, with this big game coming up. Like, you have to be, like, everyone looks at you, right? And so you have mm-hmm. to be very efficient in what you do. And I think, Coach Freeman's done a great job with that. So so far, yeah. I think efficiency would be efficiency or adapting would be one of my like words to describe this like this transition, especially with y'all not being here. It's like totally different environment. Yeah. And then two, I've been priding myself on being one the same person every day. And then two, again being efficient. So I've tried to like stick to the same schedule every single day, and I feel like that's partially with everyone everyone's doing a little bit extra meeting with coaches um going out on the field there's a little bit more um emphasis on football again in june yeah so, like we, have to, we have to get like ten thousand catches each before camp starts each receiver and really? each end. yeah you have to catch like 250 balls a day or yeah, 200 we, 215 a day i think if you if you count that's the weekends that's the corners have to do 500 a week but you cage for me um it's actually been quite a lot now I think about it, just kind of a lot of things are moving fast, but I guess I would change my word actually to process at this point. Like I said, I'm coming into a situation, tech was three and nine last year, but if I would say like the mood around the locker room is really that like this is going to be a turnaround year. Um, 10 transfers that just came in this season. So that adding to the team that was last year and a lot of the, talking to a lot of guys from last year, like a big part of the reason for their season last year is um for the way their season went last year is because of the fact that like they had some key injuries and also just they were losing games. They, although they lost, uh, I think it was eight or it was eight or nine games or whatever. They were losing these games by like four and five, seven points. Like not, they weren't getting blown out. You know what I'm saying? You know how demoralizing it can be to lose a game by that small of a margin and then have to go out the next week and then maybe it happens again. It's just like those kind of things kind of weigh on the teams like psyche and stuff like that. So I would say the mood around the locker room is really that this is going to be a great opportunity. Like it's coming, it's trending upwards right now. For me, I would say process because y'all know how it is. Like coming into a new situation, there's a lot of things you want out of it, both individually and collectively for the team. And um, for me, I would say the biggest thing is just adjusting. I would say tech has a lot. It's a lot of energy. Like I would say... (laughs) Like, I'm in the locker room, it's 5.30, 6 a.m. Like, them dudes are geeked up, like, early. You know what I'm right. saying? And I'm like, yeah, me kind of being, like, the new dude, but I'm also an old head. It's like, I'm in here. It's This is, a, this is like, my everyday thing. But, like, there's dudes in that every, yeah, geeked up early. Yeah. It's just, um, I kind of like it. It's, it's, it's kind of new. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things going on. Um, but I think the, I think the, the biggest thing for the team is, the energy's there, the talent's there. It's like being intentional and being consistent every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how there's intentional work and then you couple that with being consistent every day and that's how you're really going to reach your goals at the end of the day. I would say that's probably the collective group, like as far as the goals, just kind of like channeling what we already have and what we've added this year and going out and getting what we really want. Um, for me, I've been, I've really been like, kind of streamline my life. Like I don't really do a whole lot else besides school and football. And yeah, I'll go out and like, you know what I'm saying, be with my friends for a little bit and kind of hang out. But like 
at the end of the day, the main thing is the main thing for me right now this summer. Like I kind of told myself, I'm like, look, like what for what I want to do as far as graduating from Notre Dame, being able to come in and being able to contribute as team and also, you know what I'm saying, be back home and kind of do the things I want to do. Like I got to cut out some things that I needed to cut out. So I was like, just streamline my life kind of and just really, like I have every single day this summer is planned out already. So it's kind of just like, being kind of knowing what I need to do and just doing it at the end of the day. Like I've always been capable of doing what I need to do. So just kind of doing that and then um put my head down, kind of join the process. Really like I'm in there, I'm in there watching film three, four hours a day. I'm meeting with coaches all the time. Like I'm really trying to learn this playbook like the back of my hand right now. So decoupling that with just getting reps and getting better each day. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for not only myself, but the team and everything that's that everything that's getting ready to happen. So What's the biggest thing you think you'll bring to the table to uh, Georgia Tech and bring from Notre Dame to Georgia Tech? Um, knowing how to do things the right way. You know how it is up at, at, at the ND. Um, what's interesting is just like, uh, like the, just lifting, like lifting techniques and like things like that. Like I, I coming from Notre Dame to Tech, like I realized just how and this is not a knock on tech at all. Like I'm not knocking tech at all, but like just how like cutthroat Notre Dame was in a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't a whole lot of uh like deviance from things that we could do on a day-to-day. But like I feel like tech more embraces everybody's characteristics, everybody's personalities, and kind of like works with that. And I think that's actually a really great thing. Once, you know, what I'm saying I come into my role as far as like on the field, like just adding some leadership to the to the team and being kind of being like one of those minds that are like real consistent and just really having like a tough, tougher mindset. You know, Bayless, like Bayless really, one thing I will say Bayless really did is just kind of like put in your mind that like um, you really can accomplish anything you want. You know what I'm saying? You just yeah. have yeah. to, you just have to mm-hmm. like get through to the initial, uh, I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm, I'm hurting, yeah. like this is, I'm suffering. Like you just get through the initial that. And then once you get through that, it's, you're there. And yeah. what's crazy mm-hmm. is um, Coach Lou, the strength, the head strength and conditioning coach here was actually under Bayless at Mississippi State. So oh. he's he's doing like a similar, he has like a similar take on things, a similar mindset. And it's, it's actually pretty nice. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's crazy. There's a guy here who was under Bayless. Bayless is like coaching tree Bayless, is like Bayless is huge. Got little, Bayless, yeah. Bayless, Bayless, Bayless is Those <laughs> be putting people on, man. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. 
Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Like, just thinking about it, I feel like tech and, like, Vandy are, like, kind of similar in a sense. Like, I feel like their programs should be, like, obviously, like, both like tech has not been where they wanted to the past few years. Vandy hasn't been where they wanted to the past few years, but like you're in a great city and a great conference, uh, great weather, great academics, great schedule, great alumni network. Like the alumni Thanks, network in, in Atlanta for tech is like Crazy. probably the best, like right there with Georgia. Yeah. Not above. So it's like they have people behind them. I feel like they're just like one or two, two things away from being like That's really good saying. every year. And like I feel like Tech and Vandy like have relatively new coaches. Obviously, Coach Lee's at Vandy, and Coach Collins at Tech, and they're like shifting the culture. So yeah. I feel like Tech is, like you said, like right there. You just gotta like figure it out, just culture wise, like and how to like win, like yeah. stuff like that. The energy, like like I said, like the energy and the the want to and the will, it's all there. It's just it's just putting together, and honestly. I think, like I said, it's on the way up. I feel like Collins and his staff is definitely doing a good job. So Collins, by the way, is also definitely, I would say, so if we got like Kelly on this side of the spectrum, Freeman in the middle, Collins is like to the right. Collins, <laughs> Collins with everything. He's a fired up dude. I mean, he's running the DB drills. Like, I love Collins. He's a good dude. Like, a lot of coaches are cool. So this is nice. Are, are we Are we locked? That's kind of the sense I'm getting from this. I think we're growing yeah, up. Bro, yeah. I was about to say the same I thing. I think you're bro. growing up. When, you, was, when, when you were talking about uh, your summer and how it's all planned out and you had, how you had to cut out some stuff, <laughs> I was like, thinking about our freshman and sophomore year. Bro, I swear I was thinking the same thing. We had a lot of time, but we were <laughs> so we a lot more free time. Like, <laughs> yeah. now, yeah. it's like, like I said, I'm proud of myself on being the same person every day. And I'm like, there's not a lot of time for a lot of BS, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's I was literally thinking, like, when KJ said I have every day planned out in the summer, I'm like, imagine freshman year at KJ. <laughs> say that. <laughs> say that. There's not <laughs> the next day. And all of us. Like, <laughs> KJ doesn't even know where his phone is in the next hour. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, those things sometimes <laughs> still happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we're making efforts now to be better. I feel like we all just understanding like the magnitude of the situations we're in right yeah. now. Like it's yeah. just time to go get Older. it. So let's go get yeah. it. Freshman year, I feel like our whole thought process was like, all right, check off football. Now what? Like now it's like take care of football and then like chill or do whatever else. Like it's like crazy how. And that was three years ago. Like I got yeah. like memories of my Snapchat three years ago today. Like mm-hmm. it is like, dang, like this has really changed like so quickly. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it shows how just like all the pro- the program we were in, like all our situations we put ourselves in, like forces us to, forces us to grow up. And I feel like we like did a good job with it. So kudos, kudos to kudos to us for locking in. Yes, <laughs> yes, huh? Yeah, it's locked. Let's talk about draft night a little bit. How was that for you, Kyle? Oh. 
I guess we yeah, haven't talked about that. In a few yeah, days. We haven't after. Talked. <laughs> yeah. So draft night, draft week was crazy. So I was in Vegas for five days, which is entirely too long. Too to long. Ooh, yeah, too long. And like every night, I, brought, I was there for five days, probably got like 15 hours of sleep. And, and it was like, you're up in the morning. Like I do a bunch of marketing stuff throughout the day. And like you're working throughout the whole day and like you're making good money which is good like makes it all worthwhile but like your schedule is packed from morning to evening and then after that like we do whatever we go out and then like wouldn't sleep and then like um do the same thing but like it was a fun week obviously i think i told you guys about this like the green room like the first few picks like you you pretty much know what's gonna happen the first few picks so like everybody's like clapping like like Aiden got picked because Aiden was there and Aiden's like, everybody's like clapping and like same thing, same thing. And then once he gets like seven and on, like it's like you can hear a pin drop. Like you know, fighters come. Bro, it's, you can hear a pin wow. drop. And all Dude. of a sudden, like you're sitting there with your family and all of a sudden it's like you hear claps and like you got your phone right there. And it's like everybody in the group got their phone right there. And then you yeah. start hearing claps from like the opposite side of the room and you're like, damn, like, all right next week like this and that <laughs> it's like it's it is a crazy crazy experience it was it was dope though it was like a blur dude like and like everybody was saying like when i walked down the like to get like my hat and like to go shake the bell's hand there was like bro you look pissed and i was yeah. like i was like i i have blacked out through that whole moment you remember that <laughs> like <laughs> it was so it was so like you walk out of the green room like dab your family over whatever me and reese to the handshake or whatever and more by the way yeah yeah she she got she got some cloud off that but uh, but like you're walking alone for like a, a good like 15 seconds and i'm just like it's like quiet and i'm just walking and then all of a sudden like you're out on stage but like that like brief 15 second moment like so much was going through my head like bro like what just happened i just got drafted in the first round of nfl draft like that's, that's just crazy real. crazy that 15 <laughs> seconds when you're walking we were getting so lit. <laughs> oh my god, we were so lit. <laughs> yeah, that was, I saw the videos. That, that was yeah. good. <laughs> obviously, all y'all were there. And obviously, camp felt a little different for you because I was going to Baltimore. And yeah. I, I walk in like the little after thing that we had and just got oh. bombarded. And, and the hours after, obviously, we did whatever we did. And then um, you were hurting. Supposed, you, you, what are you saying? <laughs> You were hurting. I was hurting. I was early hurting. Flight. Hurting. Early flight. Hurting bad. And, ah. and so we get word after I get drafted that the jet is in like the Bahamas or something. So no, no jet. And uh, I was like, all right, whatever. And and then we find out we we're like flying southwest at five in the morning from Vegas to Baltimore. And so 3:30 is the car pickup from the hotel me and reese come back from where we we're all at at 3 30 or 3 20 pack all the stuff like in a daze get in the car get on the plane reese checked the wrong bag so like she had like a bunch of liquids and stuff so she got stopped at tsa they took everything out of her bag and we're just like on the plane hurting wake up in baltimore take a sprinter van from the airport to our hotel have to put our stuff down get changed go to the facility and that facility all day and then after we had a dinner so it was like we were going straight for like 48 hours, like no sleep. Like it was, it was hectic, bro. It was hectic, but it was, it was fun. I remember leaving. We were like, it's 
it's like 3 a.m. We were like, Kyle's flight's at five. Like, how is he going <laughs> to make the flight? <laughs> like, oh, I, like, uh, I can make it to my bed. I was like, yeah. I'll just start getting on a plane. There's like a figure it out somehow. I was not awake on the plane ride at all. Like, I, it's like a five hour or five hour flight. Yeah. And I, I get on the plane, like, I drawstring hoodie, pull my drawstring tight, and I'm just out, like, until we land. I'm like, all right. And then we get up and do whatever. Um, but yeah, like, we were out, and then I'm like periodically checking my phone, like, all right, we got to leave in like 15 minutes, got to leave in like five minutes. Like, called Uber right now. And it was, it was a whirlwind, but it was mm-hmm. all worth Sacrifice some sleep for some memories. No, definitely. That's probably one of the most memorable times I'll have in college. Definitely top three. Definitely yeah. top three. Oh my yeah, gosh. Was, yeah. I'm good on this ever, bro. What was your favorite thing you've done in college? I was like, mm, the draft for definitely. sure. Definitely yeah. fun. Vegas isn't a real place, by the way, for any of our fans or no. who's listening. If you live in Vegas, it's not a real place. Truman Show. Um, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of NPCs in that in Vegas. Absolutely, do not stay in Vegas for <laughs> any more. We stayed there for three nights. I don't recommend doing that at all, bro. I'm like, and we had rookie mini camp. Thank God we had like a week off before we had rookie mini camp. Because I've got home after going to Baltimore, and I'm like, bro, I could sleep for three days straight. <laughs> it was crazy, but just in terms of the whole draft stuff, like, is it's such a blessing to like be where i'm at and I, sometimes i look back and i'm like bro how did how did i do this like yeah <laughs> like i was I feel like i was just in high school like just like working to get playing time on a college team like just working to like do my job on uh play my freshman year and now i'm like getting drafted like in the first round and like everybody's always saying to me like and especially around that time it's like oh where do you think you're gonna go like what pick do you think you're gonna go like and still now people are like oh like he was a steal at 14 or like he went 14th, like this and that. And I'm like, going to the draft, I had the mindset, like I'm being drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. Like if five-year-old me heard that, like, yeah, mm-hmm. like nothing you ever complain about. And it's like, it's a, it's a blessing, you know, and I get the opportunity to take care of people I love and there's yeah. like nothing more that you could want to do. So, you know, thank you to Baltimore for that. And, Thank you. You guys want to be there without you, without y'all. I'm glad y'all came because man, that much better to kind of celebrate the whole, whole night, whole moment. But honestly, the draft was kind. Of, <laughs> I'm sitting there in the green room, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, somebody draft me so I can go chill with my boys. Like, <laughs> 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 I want Mickey so I can leave and go hang out with my boys. Um, but yeah, it was dope having everybody there. It was really cool. No um, longer for you, you, bro. No longer an Eagles fan. Oh, I mean, to the city, boys. <laughs> the city. Uh, you, bro, that that is so real. That's such. No, a it isn't. No, it isn't. Baltimore <laughs> accent, bro. I've heard. You know how many times I heard Q. I've heard. Stupid. Oh, that's real. That's bro, real. That's. <laughs> uh, I was at. We were doing um, charity work at the school, like helping them with stuff like one of the inner city schools in Baltimore. There's like kids walking through the hall. We're like painting the walls. I'm like, bro, what'd you learn today? And this dude's like, <laughs> like eight year old kids, like nine. <laughs> I'm like, you're learning anything today. It's like two days before school lets out. So I doubt they do it a lot. He's like, no, nah, I learned nothing. <laughs> I was like, no, stop. Not in dummy. 
Yeah, it's stupid. I not know you geeking. What would you compare? Uh, what city would you compare Baltimore to? I've never actually been to Baltimore. Baltimore is like it's got a big suburban feel on the outside. Like Cam knows, obviously, there's a lot of suburbs around, so like the city isn't huge, but you can tell like it's like there's a certain like culture around the city. Like there's like the harbor's right there, so like there's a lot of like seafood and everything like that and there's some cool spots around it like bell's point but just in terms of the city and the people in it it's like you can tell people like go to work every day like it's like a a grind city but it's still like really nice and um some cool people and the team the city loves the team so that's a plus too like there's a lot of places where games aren't sold out like it's so weird because i just think of like kyle as kyle like i'm not don't feel like i'm a big deal at all and then like I go through the airport and it's like I gotta like plan to get to the airport like 30 minutes earlier now because they're like getting stopped like every three minutes for pictures and stuff like that. And like I'm checking my hotel and every time I walk through the building, I walked into my room, like the guy at the front desk, like, yo, how's practice? Like, how's Lamar looking? <laughs> I'm like, good. I would say Baltimore surface area wise, not the biggest city, probably something similar to like a Nashville. Or uh, Indianapolis, yeah, yeah, yeah. but okay. population-wise, there's yeah, a lot what, of people. What is the population you now? Rough like estimate: six hundred thousand, maybe. Oh, sh- okay. someone can look that up. Six six hundred thousand in Baltimore? Uh yeah. Someone on. look that up. Someone fact check. Cam, but, uh, you nailed it. It's six hundred thousand. Yeah, it's Cam. Okay, nice, yeah. I, know, I know about my city, dog. I know about your city, <laughs> but I think he definitely didn't know. Like, it's definitely a blue-collar city, and then everyone, Lily. Everyone cares about the Ravens and Orioles. So that's kind of like—is it like a Cleveland? Would you compare it to Cleveland? Have y'all Ooh. been? To yeah, yeah. I feel like Philly's different. Like Baltimore is a little more optimistic about their Philly's team. Like cutthroat. Like it's bad. Like I don't think Nelson Aguilar can like short show his face again in Philly. <laughs> no, I think city wise, city wise, um, Baltimore is compared comparable to uh, Philly. Mm. Yeah. And how far is DC? DC is like forty-five to an hour. But with yeah. traffic, Baltimore, Baltimore, and uh, the DC area traffic is pretty bad, so it'll yeah. take you uh, to get there. Got you. One thing I didn't realize is like I'm thinking of Baltimore as like Charlotte, like southeast ish, like East Coast kind of, but like we're like an hour from Philly or hour and a half from Philly, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then three hours from New York. Yeah. And it's three? like three and a half, three and a half, four hours from New York, like an hour to two hours from Philly. Um, New Jersey is pretty close, like an hour and 30. Uh, yeah. It's, but it's, uh, like, it's weird. It's like East Coast, Northeast, and it's so expensive, bro. It's so expensive because mm-hmm. there's not much room and like everybody's living in the same spot. So like people yeah. get pushed out and even the suburbs are expensive. They're expensive. It's every year. It's just like gentrification then regentrification like they push people out of the city push them back to the city push them out of the city put yeah. it back every year it's the same cycle no that was like the house i just bought like what i bought it for like i get something in atlanta for that's like a lot nicer for the same price just because yeah. like it's just expensive see how far is your spot from the facility your townhouse not where you currently are see that's the thing that's how i know i'm locked because my <laughs> my house is like a five minute drive from the facility. Um, but I was debating, I was going back and forth, like, because Owings Mills, where the facility is, 
like it's very suburban like not a lot going on um like it's a nice area but there's just not much to do or i could pick somewhere else like like fellas point like live in there the harbor and like have places like walk downstairs and like walk around like have stuff to like go out to and like have nice dinner and stuff like that but I was like, do I want, especially coming into my rookie year, I was like, what do I want to do? I want to drive further in the morning and have a quote unquote better lifestyle or live close to facility and just chill. Um, so I chose that. So I was like, I'm not trying to chance being late because in the morning coming out of there, like there's going to be traffic, um, all that me. stuff. So I was like, or I was thinking about living closer to DC because where I was thinking about living closer to DC was like, 25 minutes facility and like 45 to DC. So DC would have been like very accessible. And it's like 25 from downtown Baltimore. But yeah, I chose just to live close for the first few years at least. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah. Lock. Yeah, Lock work. Threw away the key. <laughs> yeah, I'm locked. Throw nah, the key's still on the bedside table, but he's <laughs> <laughs> still accessible. Talk about your summer break, my guy. Connor went global. Global red. Yeah. So I, I uh, left. Uh, <laughs> My, uh, you know, Granger area for the first time ever. No, I'm just kidding. But I went, to, <laughs> I went to Greece for a Notre Dame study abroad trip. It was a three-week trip. There were 11 of us. Uh, another teammate came, Gabe Rubia. Yeah, so there were, there were 11 students, all Notre Dame students. There was a couple of athletes. There was a track girl. There was a volleyball player. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, you guys know me. I'm a pretty laid-back guy. Like, Greece is, like, my speed. It's, like, everything is all about the experience. Like, you'll have dinner at, like, 8.30, 9 p.m., and then you'll – You'll have like, you know, everyone has like these cups are like this big and you have like a glass of wine with like all your dinners and then like all they'll bring out like these platters. And like I said, it's all about the experience everywhere you'd go. No one's in a rush like ever. And I was staying in pretty small. I was staying in Corinth, ancient Corinth, which is like pretty. It was a very small town. Like you had to speak Greek or you had to use like hand signals to communicate, which I thought was pretty cool because like going to a touristy spot like a prettier spot like santorini or like i think it's mykonos would be cool but like you're not really getting like i guess a full greek experience like we did so yeah. i thought that was pretty cool but i definitely recommend i mean kyle i don't know the last time you went obviously you're born there i recommend going for anybody i also recommend going to a smaller spot in greece because it's like very cool if you're laid back it's a perfect spot expect to have like a two two and a half hour dinner it was awesome nice break um it wasn't a gym in greece so the first day of this workout didn't feel great i'm not gonna lie um but yeah no it was a, it was definitely definitely worth it to go for sure did y'all like learn about any of the history uh yeah so greece? that was i didn't mention the class look there we did take a class that was the whole point of the trip i guess not the well, not this was what, academic not what i just said yeah academic uh adventure gotcha. yes um it was called architecture and landscape the professor was awesome Water brother did this trip too. So like, I don't did you know. have a pencil? I had a, a note a notebook that I kept, journal. You're supposed to keep a journal every day, but obviously, you know, nice. you, nice. I made nice. sure my journal was like this big so I could, you know, it's one page, right? I take back my log statement. I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, went to Olympia, which is pretty cool. Like they had like like the original Olympics there. It's so like we went on like the like the Olympic track. That's crazy. And like if you really thought about it, you, this was like where like ancient ancient people used to have like games. So if you thought about some of the stuff where you're at, you're like this is, yeah, it's pretty awesome. They're yeah. getting cooked in today's Olympics for sure. Yeah, we had that discussion. <laughs> for sure. They just would yeah. they would lose by a lot. Yeah, they all uh, they barefoot a lot and they would race like naked. Which was 
Naked? Hey. <laughs> yeah. Nah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Not all the time. But yeah, there's certain. That, Imagine like high jumping naked. <laughs> Pole vault I mean, naked. Any any track <laughs> that is different. <laughs> we can make a trip out of it when we go to watch the f1 race in monaco which is a great transition into our outside the garage question let's do it um, yeah our yeah. f1 racers athletes um i'm gonna let the opposed side go first and let y'all give your give your reason this question is from ryan greer by the way shout out shout out the boy mm-hmm. <laughs> uh i would say no and full disclosure i don't think athletes are superior to any skill players so for me i don't think golfers are athletes and i think baseball has a a good mix of non-athletes and the skill players so i feel like to be an athlete you have to run fast jump high, be quick. Um, and obviously there's a, a strength component to it. But I think when I think of athlete, I think of an athletic person. And I don't think you have to be an athletic person to hit a golf ball. I don't think you have to be an athletic person to necessarily hit a home run, but you do have to be athletic to run around the bases. I don't think you have to be an athletic person to drive a car. I feel like anybody can, not anybody, but you have to have a certain expertise in that skill to drive a car and to be an F1 driver. And um, obviously there's a strength component to that, but I don't think you have to be necessarily athletic to do that. There's this a certain expertise in your skill that you have to master. And I think these people have mastered that. So don't deem them as athletes, but very skilled players in their respective field. And that's not superior or inferior to being an athlete. That's just a skilled player. Yeah, uh, so I'm in the opposition of this too. I don't think they're athletes. Kind of similar to what you're saying. I feel like an athlete is someone that has physical traits, you know what I'm saying? Like obviously running, being able to cut, being able to move, things like that. They have a specific skill that they're able to do. Like at the end of the day, the car is getting them to the finish line, you know what I'm saying? And their team is helping them with the wheels and things like that and putting the tires on. And like a lot of it has to do with how fast their team moves. So, I mean, many of the days, it's, it's the car. You feel me? I mean, not a knock on the sport because I think it's great. It's exciting, but I'm just, I don't think they're athletes. Uh, my rebuttal to that argument, I would say, is I have two examples Tom Brady and Luka Doncic. Tom, Brady's Tom Brady oh. is, is he fast? No. Can he jump high? No. Is he quick? No. Is he athletic? No. So, in, in you terms have of, to, can, we, can we stop right there? And I yeah. can get <laughs> off my rebuttal to that. Yep. I feel You're not like tell me to, be, not an athlete. to be a quarterback, one, I don't think you have to be the most athletic person. I think you can be a skilled player and be successful at quarterback. And Tom Brady is the perfect example of that because, again, like you said, he doesn't have to run fast. He doesn't have to jump high. But you have to be have pinpoint precision, accuracy, and intelligence to be a good quarterback and that's part of being a skilled player that's why skilled players and athletes are equal in terms of inferior or superior i don't think one is better than the other and i don't think to be an nfl quarterback or to be the best quarterback in the world you have to be necessarily an athlete you just have to have one a high iq level of the game 
be able to throw with accuracy and be able to, again, just make an offense run efficiently. You don't have to be like you're talking about Tom Brady is in like the most physical specimen on the, on the field at any, any time. Right. But he has to have some sort of athleticism for his skill to show. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he has to be some some sort of an athlete for him to be able to go out and show his intelligence, for him to be out and go and show his accuracy and things like that. Like the F1 drivers don't have to do that in order to in order to drive a car successfully. Um. I disagree in the sense that you burn like during F one race. F one race racers probably burn more calories than any other sport within their game. They're sweating the whole time. They also have to scout the track. They are undergoing a lot of G forces, which is like a lot of pressure that you're under. Their reaction time is probably some of the best in the world, and they do work out outside of the car to like prepare their bodies for the race because if you don't then your body's not gonna be able to withstand 50 laps going that fast i think this depends on what you define as an athlete i i so i agree with kyle i think f1 drivers are athletes i think they're extremely skilled individuals in their field and what their body undertakes during an f1 race is like extremely difficult i mean they could face up to like five g's of force like they have to prepare their bodies in a way similar to how professional athletes have to other professional athletes have to prepare themselves for those races like a lot of workouts they watch film before and after every race like film the track film of like i you guys should look i recommend looking at like youtube clips of their reaction times like you have to like be completely locked in for an hour i don't know an hour straight and you are drenched in sweat i think i just think it's a fascinating argument because there's so much that goes into a formula one race there's like all these engineers everything is down to like an exact science they factor in the heat to know how much you how much weight this driver will lose to know how much gas to put in the car so you can finish with almost a little like like no gas in his car so it's at the lightest weight possible but he can finish at the highest speed like i think that oh I mean, I think it's just so precise and the driver has to be so good at what he does. They put someone in an F1 car that can drive like a stick shift or whatever, and they couldn't even move the car like a couple of meters. It's like so hard to, to drive an F1 car. And these guys are driving at 220 miles an hour for an hour. Like, I think they are athletes just because no one else in the world can do it at their level. It's the most competitive sport in the world. There's only 20 spots in the entire I was about to say that. Yeah, it's yeah. the most competitive sport in the world just factually there's only 20 seats there's only 20 people in the world that are within f1 and at any time there's obviously people in f2 and other people who are like waiting for them to lose their seat and so they'd be like so if you have a few bad races you may lose your seat just like that and i feel like that's kind of what separates it from everything else because golfers there's hundreds of golfers on tour there's thousands of football players there's 100 nba players there's thousands of mlb players and within the farm league stuff like that but like you gotta be on your on your shit every single week and in qualifiers 0.05 seconds can determine whether you're starting in first or you're starting in 10th like same thing in the races and if you decide to go on medium tires or hard tires like there's so much there's so much that goes into it so much analytics and everything i feel like that in itself encompasses that like it's a sport and like there's athletes like driving the car because there's so much that goes into it. I do think it's a very hard sport 
I think it's very competitive. I think so it's, it's a sport. Yes, I never said it wasn't a sport. Yeah, it's definitely a sport. Athletes, I never, athletes compete in sports, don't they? I said skilled players can compete in sports. Players as well. compete in sports. Skilled players can compete in sports. Like I said, golf. Like I said, Tom Brady. And I don't think it's a not a. I'm not. I'm not on the bandwagon that's saying it's not a competitive sport. I'm not on the bandwagon that's saying it's not hard. I'm not on the bandwagon that says it's not hard. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not belittling F1. I think it's a very superior sport i think it's a hard sport i think it's very competitive but when it comes to athletes as physical people what you guys describe you guys said it's very competitive you guys said there's a lot of analytics that go into it you guys saying that um they have to like train and like do all these certain engineering like mental things to make sure that they're to to par that takes skilled people that takes smart people very analytical and very like mental but for an athlete like you just have to run fast. You have to jump high. You have to be athletic. You don't have to be athletic to be smart or be competitive. You're using the bare bones definition of like fast, strong, jump, can play. Well, that's what an athlete is, in my opinion. I don't think an athlete is a person who can hit a golf ball or baseball pretty far. Like that takes a lot of skill. I don't know about baseball players, but I definitely don't think golfers it's just, it's just a difference in a definitely thing baseball players are athletes i would say baseball is getting away from that because we don't look at our look at notre dame's team i would say guys are like have a lot more power now and like they're they, they're more in shape they don't need the babe roost they don't need yeah. like i agree like, i don't know it's it's a mix i understand that but too. every sport even every sport like every sport can have that good combination but i said there's a lot of sports f1 golf bowling like that you don't have to be an athlete you can just be really good at your skill all right well i feel like we're we're kind of uh, <laughs> yeah, going down a rabbit hole <laughs> uh, i feel like that was like our first we did a good job at not well i feel like we were in the house together like there'd be some yelling like talking over each other but i feel like it was a very civilized debate yeah definitely that was smooth I think it's because we're, we're, we're not start. within distance of each other. So, <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna wrap up there. Um, I I guess we're back. Some would say season uh, two, season two, mm-hmm. episode one. Yeah, uh, we have a Netflix series coming out. No, we are <laughs> in the works. That'll be a dope reality show. We're working on that. But uh, appreciate y'all uh, listening again. We're gonna try to get these episodes rolling again, and hopefully. You guys stay tuned and grow the fan base and send questions. Like, Come on. Yeah, send some more questions. We're we all kind of answer these debates. Like you like we just said, it can be about sports, it can be about whatever. So send whatever you want to send in. It can be about the UFOs. But <laughs> um waiting for it. I appreciate y'all listening and we'll see y'all next week probably. Appreciate it. Thank you. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. 
Facebook on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Fire the grill and fire up the party. Get the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You can also add a heavy duty rotisserie or rust resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. 